Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewing on Historic Bridge Street in Waco. Cross the Brazos and Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you over the next few months a, a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, these were segments that were originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, they were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazze and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a thousand interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history. And we're happy to highlight those here. This living story featurette is on fighting the heat at night in the summertime, something we're all too familiar with uh, right now. Uh, But what a struggle it was uh, before air conditioning. So let's listen in. This is Living Stories featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Kim Patterson. During the summer months in Waco before air conditioning, getting comfortable enough at night to go to sleep could be a challenge. Charles Armstrong recalls an alteration made to the house his family moved into in the early 1920s. We didn't live our long until Daddy and my brothers built a room on the back when all we crossed, they called a sleeping porch. I had windows all the way around it, you know, just one window after the other, all the way around it. Mary Sindone remembers the porch on her childhood home. Right in back of the hallway at the end of the house was a screened-in porch. It was screened in on one side. That was one side that opened out, but it was the coolest, most comfortable place. We spent our summers out there almost all the time. And, uh, of course, the bed, the porch was a wonderful place to sleep in the summertime. My mother and dad slept on that porch in the summertime because it was right next to the kitchen, and they got up early. Sandone explains that fans helped a little. My grandfather had fans in his shop, you know, and he finally got the idea of putting a fan on the back porch. And that fan circulated the air. All the doors were open to the kitchen, the dining room, and the bedrooms all opened out onto that back porch. And that fan circulated air and kept that part of the house pretty cool. And then, of course, we had these little circulating fans, you know, we'd put down on the floor. But, but it would cool one spot. It really didn't do all that much good. Somebody got the fan, somebody didn't. She describes what she did one particular night. And my sister and I, we had a front bedroom and all the windows were up, but still it was just blazing hot. So we decided our front hall, this hall that went all through the house, had linoleum covering on it, was cool. We took our pillows and we decided we were going to sleep on the floor in front of the front door, so to be cool. Thomas Wayne Harvey recalls his family left the house altogether to get a good night's rest. It was too hot to sleep inside in those days, 
the folks then moved their, their bed outside about 20 or 30 yards away from the house so they could catch a breeze from all directions because there wasn't no trees or anything to, to stop a breeze. And I'd have my bed right there next to the house. I had a rollaway bed with a feather mattress on it. That was in case of rain that uh, they could just fold mine up and roll it inside right quick and, and then they could fold their, they carried one mattress out there and, and they could fold that mattress with their bed, put the pillows in the center and fold the mattress and run inside right quick if it started raining. Harvey relates the perils of sleeping outside. It kind of got comical at times. We had an old cow named Pet. And you know how a cow stands around and chews a cud and they take her tongue and lick one side of the nostril and lick the other side of the nostril? Old Pet, she'd chew a rope into and come up there and, and uh, that old cow liked my daddy. And that old cow would come up there and start licking him on the face <laughs> early in the morning because she was wanting to be milked. And then uh, we also had a rooster that would get up there on, on the uh, head of the old iron bedstead. He would get up there and crow every morning and wake everybody up. And he'd also leave his telltale mark there once in a while right on daddy's forehead. With the availability and affordability of window units after World War II, air conditioning became a possibility for many Southern homes, making it finally possible to snooze comfortably in one's own bed in the summer. The architecture of new houses soon changed as a result, and existing sleeping porches were torn down or converted into sunrooms. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. When I reach This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.